Righto, morning everybody. Hope everybody's faring well out there uh, all around the country. We're with you on a Friday morning and we are very lucky to be joined by Tony Pike. How are you going, Tony? Yeah, not too bad, Matt. I'm um, a little bit cool here in Cambridge this morning, but uh, yeah, look, unfortunately we're uh, with our fellow Aucklanders uh, this weekend and uh, we're locked down in Cambridge and can't go anywhere. Yeah, it's a shame. I keep um, I keep saying everybody stay safe out there in Auckland, but I just keep forgetting that the whole of the Waikato now is down and um, back down in level three. Right? That's a um, that's been a bit of a hit. Yeah, it's been a bit unusual. The border's about twenty minutes down the road from us, so uh, the guys in Matamata and, and further south are fine. They can uh, head off to the races and trials. But yeah, look, unfortunately in Cambridge we can't move at this point in time. So yeah, stuck here for the weekend with uh, a lot of runners. So it's going to be a, a little bit different. Yeah, right. But you'll be um, you'll be like us normal folks, sitting on the couch watching some racing. Is that right? There's not much else we can do. So no, we've we've been pretty fortunate. Everyone's sort of banded together and uh, you know helping us out this weekend. Obviously, I think we got 2021 runners. So uh, you know it's a bit of a logistical nightmare. But um, yeah, the racing industry's been great. Everyone's banded together and um, you know some good people helping us out over the weekend. So might as well take uh, advantage of it and just kick back on the couch, have a couple of Heinekens, and watch the races go around. Big time. Good idea. Yeah, we've heard that quite a lot, actually, haven't we? Over the last uh, over the last couple of months, at the start of the um, the spring racing, the the sort of industry getting together and helping each other out. It's 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 great to hear, and it means that everybody can keep getting going on with their business and getting their horses out there. So it's great to hear. And you've got a big uh, a big team out this weekend. But I need to say a big thank you to you, and I'm sure you're still uh, still very pleased with it from two weekends ago. Um, what a weekend! You had seven winners over the weekend, five of them at Rickerton. Um, that must have been that must have been a great start to the spring for you. Yeah, look, it was really good. We sent seven horses down. We thought uh, we had a nice team heading down south. Uh, Dean Williams and Matt Ward, uh, Tim staff were down there with the horses in Christchurch, and yeah, it was going to be a long six weeks for them if uh, none of them turned up on that first day to uh, try and resurrect them and get them going. But uh, you look, some dominant winners, and um, yeah, a few of them should uh, you know, definitely go on to better things from here. Yeah, what, what did that sort of come from, Tony? Like, is, was that because they'd been, you, you kind of couldn't really get them going any earlier or was that always the plan to, to line them all up for that race day and um, pick out the races that you thought were going to be good ones to win? Yeah, look, I think a few of the three-year-olds went down there obviously chasing a spot in the Guineas. Um, track conditions up here were playing a part as well. Obviously, it's been um, you know, pretty wet here over the last sort of six to eight weeks and I mean, really hard to, to get a good track. So uh, we thought we'd uh, we'd try and split them up a wee bit. Obviously, we had a, a few nice three-year-olds still here in the north and send a nice team down south and, and just let them work their way through uh, through the grades and through the three-year-old series down there with uh, you know, the intention of hopefully um, you know, going on to some of the better stakes races over the uh, cup week. Yeah, well, you've, you've, certainly, uh, you've certainly made that happen, mate, and there's plenty more coming out tomorrow. But you mentioned just before that, you mentioned uh, the kind of wet, uh, wet, spring that we've had up here in the in the North Island, which just seems to be continuing on. But of course, you've got the Cambridge synthetic track, which is very close to you. And um, a lot of punters and a lot of people uh, have been asking, you know, about the form. And, and, and I can't remember whether we discussed it last time, but everybody's finding it really hard to get a handle on that Cambridge track, particularly those horses that have got form on it, and then move off onto the grass tracks. Have you kind of picked up any uh, any trends or have you got any advice for people that are kind of keeping keeping their eye on those types of horses? Uh, my only advice is a, a good horse on the synthetics, a good horse on the grass, a slow horse on the synthetics, a slow horse on the grass. Uh, that's sort of been my experience. You know, the horses that have trialled up well on the synthetic and obviously run on the synthetic generally hold their form reasonably well. 
but on the flip side of that, I think three of the winners we had um, during that week after party, one at uh, Rotorua on the Wednesday, uh, she'd never galloped on a grass track, funnily enough. She'd had three synthetic uh, barrier trials, two races on the synthetic, and honestly, that was the first time that we'd have it, had us. Uh, she'd galloped on a grass track when she ran at Rotorua. Uh, Paranui Bay was another one. He had two trials on synthetic, never galloped on a grass track. Obviously, went out and won at Tirafa in, in a pretty hot race, and uh, the landing was another one that, that same day. All his trials had been on the synthetic, all his track work had been on, on the synthetic, and you know, I don't think it really makes a lot of difference, to be fair. It's a great track to get them educated on. Obviously, we can barrier trial them, jump them out, and um, you know, we can get them a lot fitter, I think, um, than what, probably what we have in the past. Um, heading into the spring, you've obviously always been held up with wet tracks, and um, you know, barrier trials on heavy tracks has never been ideal, whereas it's just a lot more consistent. We can get them fit and, and pretty ready I think on the synthetic yeah absolutely I guess um, I guess from a kind of punting perspective if you're kind of comparing times and sectionals what would you be looking at compared to a grass track would you be looking at it versus a sort of a good three or is it a dead four or, or where do you kind of think it sits or is it just completely different no I think it probably sits around a bit of dead four um, got a friend of mine who actually does speed ratings and um, you know he's uh, done them on the synthetic and on the grass tracks and one thing he is finding is the speed ratings are very consistent. Um, obviously, the track doesn't change a lot from one meeting to the other. Um, generally, the times are reasonably consistent uh, all the way through, whereas obviously grass tracks, um, you know, when you're we're sort of racing on slow seven, slow eights, it's it's of, of often quite hard to, to get a line on, on just how bad the track is and whether the horses will handle it. But uh, obviously, you know, being a synthetic track, it stays very consistent, you know, from meeting to meeting. Yeah. Okay, righto, there you go. That's the first uh, kind of... Uh, proper word that we've had. Dead four is uh, is very good to go by. So hopefully all the punters out there listening, um, and that can help to potentially give a little bit of a stare. But um, but mate, you've got a, a nice card of runners uh, this weekend. Although um, none featuring in the group ones here, there is the Barnswood Farm Stakes Group Three down at Ashburton, uh, and there you goes lining up who was super impressive on debut um, a couple of weeks ago, and this is looking like a really really. Um, intriguing race really yeah it's probably actually come up um although not a big field you know probably one of the stronger barnswood farms lead-ups to the guineas um obviously with jamie's also i wish i went heading down there for the better track surface obviously um you know the uh, filly of andrew carson's looks very impressive um you know for what she's done down south at the moment so you know there'll obviously be a couple of defections out of the um Sarton memorial it'll be interesting to see how big that field comes up monday week but uh yeah, look, it's a, it's a good competitive field, but, um, you know, she's only won a maiden at Rickerton, but we do think a lot of her, and obviously she ran time that day as well, which, you know, was uh, was a pretty uh, pretty good thing. So, look, from a good gate, she's going to go forward again. Um, yeah, I think she's a good price, to be fair. I think she's going to be very hard to catch, especially around Ashburton. Um, the two, two you know, first and second favourites are going to be giving her a, a fair head start, probably turning in, and I think it's going to take a very good three-year-old runner down. Interesting. Okay, that's that's uh, that's good to hear. I, I think, um, yeah, the, the sectionals, I was just having a look at the times in the sectionals before in comparison to Art de Triomphe. It was on a slightly wetter track uh, two weeks before, but they were pretty comparable. Um, so that kind of gives you a little bit of little bit of confidence. But it looks like a, it looks like a three-horse race there, doesn't it? Yeah, it does drop away a wee, wee bit to the, towards the bottom with a few maidens in the field. So, yeah, look, it, it does look a three-horse race on paper. Um, obviously, we've got Chanel in the race as well. Yep. She got the job done. Um, obviously, didn't run the time, or yeah, it was slowly run to be fair, and, and probably wasn't as impressive. But um, yeah, she's a genuine filly. It'd be great if she could just steal a bit of black type for uh, for the Oak Stud in the race. But um, yeah, obviously there you go. Is probably the favoured runner of ours. And uh, yeah, look, I think probably um, 
you know, depending on what happens Saturday, it'll get a bit of a clearer picture towards uh, the Guineas races. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and there you go, barrier five. So you're anticipating again going forward uh, and hopefully having a having a bit of distance on those other favourites and kicking away to win it. Yeah, she's a big action filly. Um, obviously, the two wet tracks tripped her up, just ridden a bit quieter. Um, she got into a nice rhythm the other day, and um, yeah, she was she was very hard to run down, and obviously was running pretty good tempo uh, right through the early stages of the race and had them off the bridle quite early. So. Yeah, look, we won't be in, you know, intended to go out and, and, and leave for fun, but um, you know, if she can land in front or land reasonably handy without doing too much work, you know, it's going to be pretty hard to uh, to run her down, I'll be picking. Yeah, it was really, really impressive. However, about 50 metres out, I thought I thought the uh, I thought the jockey was going to come off there for a second. What happened? Yeah, it was uh, a little bit of a messy look, to be fair. I think she might have just, just sort of, it was a bit rough on the inside there at Rickerton. She's got a very big action. I think um, she just changed legs and might have just hit a hole and, and dipped quite badly with about 75 to go. So uh, you know, it's not something you want to see in a race uh, yeah, when watching on the TV. But she's pulled up fine. It was obviously you know, just uh, just one of those things. And um, you know, obviously she's come through it well. So um, yeah, looking forward to Saturday, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's a race. I think everyone's looking forward to. Like you say, it's going to give us a little bit of a steer, or help to give us a little bit of a steer for the uh, for the New Zealand Cup Carnival. So looking forward to that one, mate. You've also got Dawn Parade, uh, who is a five dollar fifty price at the moment, and there's a red hot favourite, Maximus Prime, who's won four from six races. How how are you expecting this one to play out? Yeah, it's a bit of an enigma. He's a very talented horse, but he's very soft as well. He's he's probably drawn the first decent gate he's had for a long time. Um, if things go his way, you know, he could win and win quite easily, to be fair. He's, he's a very talented galloper, but just not really that trustworthy. Things do need to go his way. Uh, obviously, the favourite in that race has looked very impressive down south, but um, you know, he's obviously going to be taking on some of the, the better northern horses you know, over the coming weeks. So it'll be interesting to see how they match up, but he's drawn to probably land a bit closer to Dawn Parade than he has in previous starts uh, from gate one, which you probably need to do around Ashburton. And look, it wouldn't surprise me to see him win, but um, I wouldn't be yeah, putting my last on him. Okay, and, and so Ashburton, you mentioned that a couple of times. Is Ashburton the course where you want to be on 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 pace? Is that right? Yeah, look, it's um, generally a, a you know, a course you know, unless it's wet. It depends if the how far the track comes back. But if they're running time on a reasonably good surface, um, it is quite hard to make up ground there. Um, it is definitely a benefit to be in the first half of the field. So um, all our runners are probably um, drawn the right place. They should all land in the first sort of four or five runners, and you know there should be no excuses for any of them on Saturday. Yeah, nice. Another one that's drawn well is Providence Provide, who's a two Providence Provides, who is a two dollars seventy favourite, and uh, also won um, impressively and won me some money, and I'm sure some others last uh, couple of weeks ago. Um, how's she lighting up? Yeah, she's come through that run in great order. Um, obviously, a step up in class. It's a it's a nice um, South Island seventy four to be fair. There's plenty of form in it and quite a competitive race. Um, she's opened up short enough at two point seven, um, but uh, she's a progressive mare and. You know, obviously, Terry had a fair uh, opinion of the second horse, Sacred Giant, in that race, and there was a big gap back to third. So the form should hold up really well out of the race. Again, she'll roll forward, and, and she'll be in the first two or three, and she'll be hard to run down again. Great. Okay, mate. Um, another one we're really keen and interested uh, to know about because it brings that Cambridge form up at Hastings um, is Magic Show running in the three-year-old, obviously against uh, the likes of Wakati and Palamos and Drum Major, who was really good last uh, couple of weeks back, Mercurial. Um, but Magic Show's been um, put in as a $3.30 second favourite, having won three trials and winning easily on debut. 
yeah, look, obviously we haven't been able to get off the synthetic GWR track conditions, so it'll be interesting to see how she does handle the grass tracks. But she's a talented filly, obviously, you know, three barrier trial wins and, and quite impressive first up in the on the synthetics. So look, it's a it's a big jump in class. You know, she's thrown in the deep end a wee bit, but gate one's gonna be a huge help to her. They look like they'll go pretty hard in that race. She can tend to get a bit keen um you know in the run so i think the quicker the go the better you know for her she's a talented filly but 3.3 is probably short enough in this field um you know it's a good group of three-year-olds and you know she's coming off a maiden synthetic one so yeah she's definitely got it tight enough yeah i think that was our we, we we did a podcast last night with luke and ben and i think that was our our feeling on it as well and there was a little bit of concern that um hasn't stepped over above a thousand meters but also just to gain that cambridge form so is this a horse that you'd be expecting won't it won't make a difference um moving off the cambridge track no just just some past experience none of the horses that we've run have um sort of really any issues handling the grass track so far coming off the synthetic so i don't think that's going to be an issue um but obviously, yeah, the biggest issue is uh, she's a very talented filly, but it's a hot race, um, very hot three-year-old race. I think the 1,300 won't hold any fears for her. Um, okay. She's by Vada Moss, and she should get over a bit further. But, uh, yeah, look, obviously it's more the rising class and, and just yeah, how she handles that. But uh, look, probably not a betting proposition, but wouldn't surprise me to see her win either. Okay. Okay, good to hear. Well, I think that gives people the confidence they need about uh, about stepping up in distance in particular. And, um, yeah, there's some good 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 horses in there and they've been there's been some really good three-year-old racing down at um down at hastings over the last couple of weeks so uh looking forward to magic show joining the fold in there um mate rapid falls in race two uh another a nice one fresh up um and another nice performance last start and is it really nice each way odds there 750 and 270 yeah she's drawn um perfect gate for her she she likes just to be held up for the last crack at them you know gate one she's probably going to lob the trail up to 2000 meters and um just probably really good, really good first up. Probably second up at a mile. She just was a bit dour, so I think the two thousand meters third up is going to be ideal for her. Drawn to get a very, very soft trip, and yeah, she's a good each way chance. At obviously nice odds. It's a very even field as the market suggests. So, you know, she's definitely worth an each way bet if she holds up around that seven or eight dollars. She's genuine. She's honest, and uh, you know, from an each way perspective, drawn to get a soft trip. You know, you should be running top three. Yeah, you're right. There's some uh, big and even fields at, at Hastings. Um, so, and that, that's definitely another one of them. Uh, four Queens pipped at the post last start. Uh, I was on it and uh, unfortunately just missed out. But uh, pipped at the post last start and coming in again, nice each way odds, 6 and 2.30. Yeah, she's starting to frustrate us. She's um, got you know, a heap of talent and she's done it to us you know, probably four or five times now. A um, little bit the same as last start. She gets there very easily, but just doesn't quite finish it off. Um, we're not quite sure if she's really fully putting in. She seems to, to hit the front for careers and just float a wee bit and wait for them. So, but drawn 15, she's probably going to have to go back and get a little bit of cover. Um, you know, they will be running along on a good track at Hawke's Bay uh, tomorrow. And if she, you can't back her, but it uh, wouldn't surprise me to see her come out and win quite easily. Um, but very untrustworthy, unfortunately. Hunter's dream, by the sounds of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's always always tough those ones, eh? Um, but yeah, like you say, drawn barrier fifteen. I, it's uh, yeah, coming from coming from the back at uh, at Hastings has been difficult on the first two days in particular, hasn't it? But uh, you've also got Prince yeah. Talon drawn seventeen. Um, that uh, right? Okay, so drawn uh, so scratched on scratched on Saturday, going around at Rotorua on Sunday. Yeah, he'll go around. Right. He's drawn wide at Rotorua as well, but uh, probably more of a chance. Of, uh, of coming wide and having a chance at Rotorua than probably Hawke's Bay. 
Um, obviously, the rail goes back in four metres too, so I'd suggest that it'll be a bit up and in, especially for the first half of the card at Hastings. Okay. Did you? Um, I, I'm sorry, I, I missed what you said before because uh, when I was talking about go, uh, the Ford runners or front runners at, at Hastings, are you expecting to see similar tomorrow to what we've seen over the first couple of days? Uh, with the rail go back in four metres, it's uh, four metres of fresh ground, so that generally favours you know horses up and in at Hawke's Bay, especially for the first you know probably two thirds of the card anyway. So um, yeah, I'd suggest yeah you know, with that rail going back in back into the true and that four metres of fresh ground, it's going to be very, very difficult for those horses that are back in the field to, to make up much ground. Okay. All right. That's uh, that's good insight. Thanks, Tony. Um, mate, another one that you have always really liked, and I know that you um, you gave it a good nudge uh, when we last caught up, uh, race 10 at Hastings. Tell all. Another one with nice each-way odds here. Yeah, the track tripped him up first up, um, as it did a lot of favourites that day, or you know, a lot of favoured runners. Um, it was quite sticky and and glowy and testing, and um, yeah, he just never really travelled. You could tell he didn't travel at the 600. He just he just never got going in the ground at all. So he'll strip a lot fitter on Saturday. Um, trying to get a reasonable trip. Uh, you put him in your quaddy. I couldn't probably tip him, but um, yeah, you definitely want to throw him in. Um, you know, the last leg here, quaddy's a, a talented horse at his best, and um, yeah, he'll strip a lot fitter on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Great to hear. Um... Mate, and just uh, just to kind of round things out on Sunday, I've had I've had a couple of people ask uh, want me to ask a couple of questions uh, around a couple of your runners. So Ted was interested to hear about uh, Habana, who's in the three year old race on debut and has won two of three trials. Yeah, he's another one sort of in a similar boat to Paranui Bay. We've been holding off for a decent track surface, um, which we haven't been able to get. So look, I'm hoping by Sunday, you know, it's a beautiful day up here in Cambridge today, that the track's going to get back to sort of a dead five, dead six, which will suit him. He's a lovely action horse, uh, very talented, probably still learning his trade a wee bit, but definitely good enough to win first up, even in an open three-year-old race. Okay, and it was scratched earlier in the week, wasn't it? Yeah, he was in the maiden 1300 at uh, Cambridge on the synthetic, just drew a touch wide and yeah, just probably wanted to, to you know, hopefully with better things in mind, just to, to get him out on, on a grass track and into some sort of better quality of racing and sort of think a, a horse like him could possibly go through to a, a nice type of stakes race um, you know, over the Christmas New Year period. Okay, so there's some confidence going into Sunday? Yeah, some confidence. He'll do a bit wrong still. Uh, hence, we applied the blinkers. He's, he's still learning, but uh, he's definitely talented enough to win to win on debut, you know, even in a three-year-old race. Right, okay. Uh, and Luke was uh, interested to hear about Marcia Ness. Yeah, look, she's, uh, she's going well in great form, just wants to go a little bit keen early. Um, she did that last start as well. Uh, she sees clear air out of the barriers. She can tend, just tend to charge for the first couple of furlongs, and that's probably why she was just a touch soft late uh, at the last start. Um, if Michael can get, get cover early and she relaxes, then, yeah, she's going to be a, a strong winning chance again. Uh, Favourite looks awfully hard to beat. You know, it's actually quite a competitive race, but, uh, yeah, look, she's a good each-way bet again. Um, but, yeah, I, I'd say she has to do things right to win. Okay, yeah, it's great. There's some really top racing on Sunday. It's awesome to see some group racing on uh, on a Sunday, particularly when we're in lockdown. Eh? It's nice to uh, it's nice to have a full weekend to keep occupied with group racing. You'll probably find the same this weekend. Yeah, very much so. And obviously, you know, watching the Aussie races for the Everest and, and the Caulfield Cup is going to be great as well. So, yeah, no, it's going to be a pretty full-on weekend of racing. Massive, massive. Have you got any thoughts on that Tab Everest and uh, and Caulfield Cup? Have you have you got any money down on it? No, I haven't had a bet. I can't see them beating the favourite in, in the Caulfield Cup. I think he's very well rated off a, off a weight for H1. And, you know, even with barrier 20, he's going to roll forward and, and make his own luck. So 
I can't really see anything in there good enough to beat him uh, the way he won last start. Um, the Everest, it's going to be very wet, I think, from what I've heard in Sydney. They've, they've got more storms going through today, so that's right. sort of going to turn the race on its head a wee bit. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I think I'll just stay out of that and just watch. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It's a good shout. I really hate it when the rain starts coming, and I'm sure, as I'm sure you do as well in, in most circumstances. Um, hey, are there any I haven't mentioned? I know we've got racing at Tauraha today and and, uh, and, and more on, on Sunday, but are there any in particular that you kind of uh, are really looking forward to seeing this weekend, or if you could give us a sort of a bit of the weekend or a couple of bits of the weekend? Where are you thinking? Uh, I'd just like to go back into the girl. I think she's, she's actually at 4.50. She's probably backable. Um, okay. I think she'll, she'll she'll just about win again, um, and probably one if he gets out to a reasonable price. I haven't seen the scratchings. Cody Cole had one that looked hard to beat, but was on the ballot. I'm not sure if it's in or out. But horse called Nagawa in the last today's drawn wide, but that might be the place to be by the last at Tiara. Um, if they start to get off the fence by the last race, you know, if he holds up around sort of the six seven dollar mark, uh, first starter, he's he's got a good future about him. So I think he could be a nice each way bet in the last at, at reasonable odds. Great. Okay. Well, there you go, team. There's a couple to uh, there's a couple to get into. That's really um, that's really good confidence around. There you go. Um, can't wait for that race now. After uh, after speaking to you, Tony. Just just finally, mate. What about um what about Catalyst? How how are we going there? Uh, Catalyst. He got a virus. Unfortunately, he had a temperature spike. So he's been out in the paddock for the past fortnight. Um, he'll probably come back in on Monday, and um, we'll pull another blood off and make sure everything's perfect. And obviously, have to reassess some plans going forward from there. Okay. All right, can't wait to see him. Um, but uh, yeah, un- understand it. So yeah, it's a slow process, um, mate. Well, hey, thanks so much for your time again, and, and all the best for the weekend. Hopefully, you can pick up another uh, twenty or thirty like you did a couple of weeks ago. Um, but yeah, we really appreciate it, Tony. And, and um, yeah, sorry to hear you back in lockdown, but um, hope you enjoy the racing uh, over the weekend. No, we'll do. Have a good weekend, boys. Awesome. Thanks, mate.